Why did Jesus have to be baptized? As we just heard, John's baptism was a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And as we all know, Jesus was sinless. So why did he go to John to be baptized by him if he had no need for that baptism? According to Matthew's Gospel, Jesus was baptized to fulfill all righteousness. John asked him, you should be baptizing me, and yet you want me to baptize you? And Jesus said, no, no, this should be done in order to fulfill all righteousness. But in Mark's Gospel, we get no answer to the question. John does not protest. Jesus gives no explanation. He simply gets baptized by John. But if we're reading Mark's Gospel alone, we might not even wonder. The question might not really even be raised as to why Jesus needs to be baptized. Because if we're only reading Mark's Gospel, we might not know really that Jesus is sinless. If we take away what we know about Christ, then we might not know that fact. Because reading only Mark's Gospel, we might not quite grasp that Jesus is God. Now in the very beginning of Mark's Gospel, he does say that Jesus is the Son of God. And when Jesus is baptized, we hear the voice from heaven saying, You are my Son. And yet... This is not a completely unique designation to be called the Son of God. It's rare in the, in the Bible, but it's not unique. In the second psalm, God tells David, or at least we, we assume that it's David, or David's psalms, God tells David that he is his son. In Second Samuel as well, God, speaking to David, tells him that his offspring will be his son. And that God says, I will be like a father to your offspring. And then in Isaiah, God refers to all of the people of Israel as his sons and daughters. So in reading Mark's Gospel, we don't necessarily assume, even hearing the title, the Son of God, we don't necessarily assume that Jesus is God. I bring this point up because, more on the, on the flip side of that, Jesus might not have known that he was God, or that he is God. He might not have been aware of his divine parentage. Perhaps when Jesus went to John for baptism, he went there because he thought he needed it. Jesus was, after all, fully human. And being fully human, Jesus was limited. We know that Jesus was God, but by becoming human, God limited himself in Jesus, and in that way even limited his knowledge. So it's conceivable that Jesus, until the divine proclamation, didn't know he was God's son. It's possible that Jesus didn't know that he was God. It's this very idea of Jesus' ignorance, or possible ignorance, that shows Jesus' love for us in limiting himself to be like us. This uh, idea of Jesus limiting himself to show his love for us is expressed um, rather beautifully, I think, in the book The Shack. Um, We did a class on this book uh, for several weeks, about a month or so ago, and um, now I'm finally getting to read it. I didn't actually read it before. Um, But I'm about halfway through, and... 
if you haven't read it, the story is about a man who has a terrible tragedy in his life, and several years after the tragedy, gets a letter in the mailbox, presumably from God, inviting him to come back to the shack where this tragedy took place. And figuring it's either a hoax by a really, really mean person, or that it might actually be from God, he decides he's going to go to the shack to either find out who the prankster is, or to let God have a piece of his mind um, for this tragedy that had happened. So he goes to the shack and indeed does encounter God. And at one point they're talking about this idea of God limiting himself in Jesus. And God talks about the fact that as God I can fly, but Jesus couldn't fly because he limited himself as a human being. And then as they're recalling this conversation later, God says... Uh, the main character is McKenzie. God says to him, Remember that choosing to stay on the ground is a choice to facilitate relationship, to honor it. McKenzie, you do this yourself. You don't play a game or color a picture with a child to show your superiority. Rather, you choose to limit yourself so as to facilitate and honor that relationship. You even lose a competition to accomplish love. It is not about winning or losing but about love and respect. So assuming that Jesus didn't know he was God, we can see in that, ignorant, in that ignorance Jesus' love for us. We can see God's love for us because he limited himself in order to be like us. But let's say, on the other hand, maybe Jesus knew exactly who he was. He knew that he was God. He knew he was sinless. Why then did he get baptized? Well, we see from Philippians 2, verses 3 through 8, something of the answer to that question. Paul writes, Do nothing from selfishness or conceit, but in humility count others better than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. Have this mind among yourselves, which was in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself, taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men. So we see that even if he knew exactly whom he was, Jesus didn't hold on to his divinity but emptied himself of it, humbled himself to live out his humanity. And so we see that Jesus didn't need to be baptized, but in order to be in solidarity with us, he was baptized. And I like this, this idea of, of, of God living in solidarity with us to facilitate his relationship with us. Expressed in both of these ways, in either case, Jesus chose to be baptized without he had to be. In either case, it expresses God's love for us. That Jesus limited himself, that God limited himself to be like us. And I see this idea uh, as expressed in the shack in the way that we play with children. I'm uh, thinking of when I'm playing with my son Noah. And someone asked me a little while ago, are you gonna, how long are you going to give Noah sermons? Um, I don't know, but maybe for a while yet, we'll see. But uh, Noah, he's, he's walking now, um, a little bit, a little bit at a time, but largely still walk, uh, still crawling. 
And so when I want to play with him, I really need to get down on the floor and crawl with him. And sometimes I'll, I'll be sitting there, I'll be standing there, and I'm, I'll just watch him, and he's playing by himself, and he's having fun. But then I'll get down on the floor, and I'll crawl with him. And I'll chase after him, and then you know, for some reason he loves it when I catch him. He's very excited when I chase him, and then I'll let him chase me, and I'll have to slow down because I'm a wee bit faster than he is. And I'll let him catch me, and there's a certain amount of joy and fun that he has when he's just playing by himself, and when he, he like looks up and sees me. But then there's this whole new level of joy when I get down on the floor and crawl around and play with him. And I think this joy, this kind of joy, is what God had in mind in becoming human for our sake. I think that God wanted to see the joyous kinds of grins that we see on children when we crawl on the floor with them as we crawl up close to God with Him down on the floor crawling around with us. And so He became human. And as, as such... Jesus didn't need to be baptized. As God, He didn't need to be baptized. But as a human being, we needed Jesus to be baptized. As God, Jesus is one with God. But as a human being, Jesus is one with us. And so He's baptized in solidarity with us. And as He is one with God, so then, through Jesus, we can be one with God as well. Now, God has always loved us and has always wanted us to love Him and to be one with Him. I don't believe that 2,000 years ago God finally decided, Huh, I really like these human folks. I think that I want them to love me back and let's be one with them. Um, This was not a new thing for God that He suddenly decided in Jesus. This was something that God had been striving for us to be able to be one with Him from the beginning of creation. Not only as His creation, but God wanted us to be one with Him as His children as well. And so through Jesus, through God crawling around on the floor with us, we can finally hear the call that God's been making to us. God was always making this call, calling us to be His children, to be one with Him. But it's tough for us to hear. We're people. And so, with God becoming human and crawling down with us, we can finally hear God's voice. And as Jesus heard God's voice speaking to him in his baptism, through Jesus, we can hear God's voice speaking to us, saying to each one of us, You are my son, you are my daughter, my beloved, and with you I am well pleased. Amen.